You are listening to the Love is Black podcast. For season five, we are diving into the great black love story between Vibe and Brandon. Every week, a different chapter will chronicle this love story. This week, Brandon. Chapter 8, Brandon. Brandon grew up in a loving home. His family lived in a nice part of Brooklyn. His neighborhood was a combination of Caribbean families. These families were the epitome of it takes a village. Every kid knew the consequences of causing problems in these streets. There was virtually no crime here. The kids were more afraid of the wrath of the parents than some cops. This is one of the many reasons Brandon loved Brooklyn. He grew up with two hardworking, loving parents. Brandon rarely saw them argue or raise their voices at each other. From the beginning of his life, his parents' relationship was the one he wanted for himself. They never left the house without a kiss and an I love you. They held hands when they were out. They always went to bed together. They were the perfect couple in Brandon's eyes and he wanted a love like theirs. Brandon was a late bloomer when it came to relationships. He was the nerdy, husky, awkward teenager none of the girls talked to. After a few failed attempts at approaching a crush, he was convinced he would die alone. He saw all the athletic guys get the girls and never saw himself as a catch. Brandon walked the halls of high school with his head down and focus on getting good grades. His life changed when he got that growth spurt every boy waits for. He grew from an average 5'3 junior to a 6'2 senior and shit changed. He'd noticed looks from the ladies and it felt good. With his newfound swagger, he started to go to the gym. The height was just one part of the package. Now he was determined to get that muscle. Over his last year of high school, Brandon became a new man. He walked with his head up to see the looks. His confidence grew, and so did his ego. The same girls who wouldn't give him the time a day before were hoping to go to prom with Phineas Jones. He dated a few of those girls, had his fun, and he moved on. This led to the only father-son conversation he remembers having. Hey, Phineas, where are you, son? Yelled Brandon's father impatiently. Coming, Dad, responded Brandon as his father in the living room was seated. What's up, Dad? Everything all right? We need to talk. Have a seat. His father responded in that voice. Sure. What would you like to talk about? Brandon answered nervously. First of all, let me tell you again how proud I am to see these grades you bring in home. I'm glad you didn't let up because you got accepted to Howard, Dad said with conviction. Thanks, Dad. I want to walk into college with the same work ethic, so why stop now? Brandon answered. He knew Howard would challenge him academically, so he wanted to be ready for the additional work. Brandon appreciated that his father, his idol, in every way noticed. 
I have no doubt you will excel academically. You are my son. My concern is your newfound popularity with the ladies and how you've been handling it. I have to say, I am disappointed in you, son. Dad, let that word sit for a moment. I do not like the way you've been treating these women. What happened to you? How have I disappointed you? I'm treating these girls the way they treated me. They never looked my way. And if they did, it was to laugh at me. Now that I look and feel good, they getting that same treatment. Now they interested? Why shouldn't I have some fun? Brandon responded angrily, but respectfully. Two wrongs do not make a right fitness. I know they hurt you and it feels good to give it back, but that's not you. I did not raise a bitter man. You are much better than that, dad said to his son gently. Before he could continue, the queen of the home walked by. Hello, darling. Looking good, my love. What you gonna do about it, Mr. Jones? Mom said with a sly smile only her husband could see. You know exactly what I'm gonna do, woman, but I need to finish this conversation with our son. Off you go, beautiful one, dad said with a twinkle in his eye. Don't keep me waiting, Linval. Are you listening to your father, Phineas? She asked Brandon. Yes, mom. Yeah, hooked on every word. He answered sarcastically. Linval, get your son. He know better than to talk to me like that. Mom said with that voice. You best apologize to your mother now, son, dad said. Sorry, mom, no disrespect intended, Brandon said immediately. I know, boy, just don't do it again, mom said back and kept on walking. Where were we, son? Oh, yes, you're being an asshole lately and I'm not, I'm not happy about it, dad interjected. Dad, all the a-holes in high school get the girls. I was a nice guy and it didn't work. Don't I deserve to be happy too? I want somebody to love me the way mom loves you. I tried being nice, but it didn't work. So I'm trying something else, Brandon stated emphatically. You think I got your mother by being a playboy? Dad asked. Do you think I got your mother by playing games? That's not how great relationships work, Dad remarked. Well, how do they work, Dad? Because I want one. Brandon asked, hoping for an answer. Find the woman who makes your heart sing. I found mine. You will find yours. But you have to be open to love. Do not let past mistakes stop you from finding your song. Be the gentleman I raised you to be. The man I raised will make someone's heart sing too. She is out there, son, dad said thoughtfully. Thanks, you. Thanks, dad. I needed to hear that. I hope to hear that song soon, Brandon said nervously. Brandon left that conversation with his father, eager to hear that song. Brandon finished his senior year of high school and prepared to move away from home. He enjoyed his summer in Brooklyn with a few friends. What he enjoyed most was the time he spent with his parents. In particular, the few times he hung out with his dad. The day before Brandon drove off to school, his father took him on a ride in the Rolls Royce. 
They spent the day on the open road just talking. Brandon told his dad about his fears about college, about being away from New York, about going to an HBCU and whether he was gonna be black enough. His dad told him everything he needed to hear and more. The most important piece of advice was to listen for the song and be ready to accept it. That was the last time Brandon was in that car with his father. All these memories flooded Brandon's mind as he sat across from the only person who ever made his heart sing. In his mind, he told himself he was at this coffee house for closure, but seeing Vibe there, he knew she was his kryptonite. He didn't get the response he expected when he handed her the flowers. Not until he reminded Vibe did she remember that day at the Botanical Garden. It was a little disappointing, but he let that go. They did their obligatory small talk, reminiscing about old times, the summers they took extra classes, the annoying roommate she had in college, and countless other topics. The mood began to change when they started to talk about their jobs. Brandon told Vibe how he took that PR job because it was a great opportunity, but it didn't take long for him to realize it wasn't for him. There was no passion, no excitement, no vibe. He would have been stuck in that position forever. Vibe's departure made every job seem secondary and he was unhappy with life. She seemed surprised by that answer but deflected to the infamous boat ride when she decided to become an accountant. Brandon remembered a day of laughter and drunken foolishness. He remembered the asshole captain who yelled at her. They ignored that captain and laughed as he tried to dock the boat with no success. Everything was funny for the two of them. Brandon eventually carried Vibe back to her room and put her to bed. Brandon decided to get to the point and ask Vibe why she left. She told him how all she knew was Baltimore and she wanted more. She said she thought he would leave with her so they could experience something else. She said she wanted more than Baltimore with this one person she needed to go. That hit Brandon hard. That confirmed all his fears. He wasn't enough for her to stay. The conversation was exactly what Brandon needed. He was hit with some hard truths. He had spent years blaming Vibe for the end of their relationship, but he had to admit she had the right to live her own life. He could have gone with her. There had to be PR jobs in Seattle. This revelation rocked his world. In his mind, Brandon took accountability for the end of their love affair. Brandon named the day she left the day the music died, but he realized maybe he lifted the needle off the record. The rest of the conversation was a blur to Brandon. He did remember saying that while it hurt him not to be a part of the decision, she made the right decision for her life. Those words seemed to hit vibe hard. She wore her emotions on her beautiful face. So he knew that touched her. After a few awkward moments, Vi broke the tension by telling him she was invited to Denisha's wedding. She wanted to know if it was okay, if he was okay with her attending. Brandon said yes and said everyone would be happy to see her. The mood lightened when they decided to go dress shopping together. It was like old times. She tried on dress after dress, and for a moment, 
they were a couple just hanging out. Brandon knew Vibe would find the negative in every dress. So he made sure to let her know how good she looked. She eventually picked a red dress that showed off her curves. Vibe bought the dress and off they went. Brandon thought they were having a good time, but Vibe needed a question answered. Phineas, I loved you. I just wanted us to move forward somewhere new. I thought you were being insanely stubborn by not moving. You had no attachments to Baltimore without me there. Why would you want to stay still? Why are you still there? Brandon was dumbfounded. He thought they were done talking about their breakup. Turns out vibes still harbored some bad feelings and Brandon was not interested in indulging them. Brandon calmly explained that he loved Baltimore even after she left. He was a grown ass man and if he wanted to stay in Baltimore, he could, he was allowed to. He offered to walk her back to the hotel, but Vibe was done talking to Brandon. He turned and left, resisting the urge to look back and clear up the confusion. Brandon jumped on that train and headed home perplexed. What the fuck just happened? That's what he got for staring into those eyes and thinking there was a chance. As he fell asleep, he remembered Vibe was coming to the wedding. Oh, what was he going to say to her? Would Vibe even talk to him? The wedding day was here. The house was a mad house. Brandon was kicked out of his room. Apparently, Denisha was getting dressed in there. He grabbed his clothes and got dressed in the garage. As Brandon dressed next to his father's car, he wished he was there to give him advice. There was no music playing now. Brandon made it to the venue and led people to their seats. The weather was cooperating, so everything was going according to plan. Just before the ceremony was about to begin, he saw her turn the corner. Vibe walked towards Brandon with purpose. She got to him and started to say something when the music began to play. Someone moved them out the way. It was time for the wedding. Whatever they had to say could wait. After a beautiful wedding, where the bride quoted her favorite R&B artist in her vows and the groom wrapped his vows. It was time for the cocktail hour. Brandon was beckoned to take pictures so he did not get the chance to talk to Vi. She walked around greeting family members she remembered. After telling the fifth member of the Jones family that she was not dating Phineas, Vibe grabbed a drink and hid in the back room. After a few minutes, Vibe decided to reemerge. She was feeling good after a few drinks and she was hungry too. She found her name on a placard and strolled to her seat. Brandon was there waiting. Beautiful ceremony, huh? Brandon said to break the ice. Yes, it was. And the dress was perfect for Denisha. She looked so happy. Vibe replied, trying not to look Brandon. I thought that was going to be us one day, Vibe, Brandon said. So did I, Finn. I should have stayed with you, Vibe remarked. No, Vibe. I should have followed you.
Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast. See you next week.